Well, hello, 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 everyone. Welcome back to Childless Not By Choice, where my mission is to recognize and speak to the childless not by choice women and men around the world. Savella Morgan here. I am spreading the great news that we can live a joyful, relevant, and fulfilled life, although we did not have the children we so wanted. I would also like to thank everyone who recognizes that we are not all living the same type of life. Welcome to episode 111. Well, thanks to everyone who took a moment to extend their condolences on the passing of my beautiful mommy. I heard from you through responses from the newsletter that's sent out every month from Instagram, from Facebook. And so I just want to thank you very much for reaching out. Your condolences are appreciated greatly. At the time of this recording, it has been just about two months. Needless to say, I continue to take it one day at a time, sometimes one moment at a time. I will not rush myself to get to a place, whatever that place is. I've actually heard people marvel at others who are quote-unquote still not over it on the loss of a parent or family member. I have heard some very silly things from people upon the passing of my mother, and I hear from others who have traveled the path of deep loss that it's a thing, it happens. I opt to say nothing and push the conversation along to another subject or to an end. And hey, while I am being transparent, I am signing up for grief assistance. I'm just waiting for the classes to start. So as usual, let me also remind you that if you are dealing with any type of grief, or maybe you have not dealt with grief in your life, the grief in your life, please do so. Good counseling is a great mental health strengthener. And just like your physical health, if you don't click with the first therapist or counselor or whatever, try another one. Please do not be afraid to protect and strengthen your mental health. And, of course, do not be afraid to maintain proper boundaries in all of your relationships. You know, we all grieve in different ways. Some people grieve inwardly, some grieve outwardly. So let's allow everyone to process in their way. The reason I say this is because it is easy for us to say, hey, I don't think that person is as sad about their loss as they should be. We don't know that. And no one should have to prove that they are grieving. I'm kind of going on a a tangent here, as I do, (laughs) but I really want to get this thought out there. And this goes for those who are grieving the loss of a child or the ability to have a child, as well as those of us who are grieving the loss of a parent. Let's just allow each other to grieve the way we grieve individually, to seek counseling if we need to, and know that with major loss may sometimes come major changes. It may look sudden on the outside looking in, but in my opinion, I believe the changes may have been considered for quite some time after the loss. The professionals do say not to make any major life changes for six months to one year from after a major loss. And I agree with that because our brains are completely scrambled with grief. So the great article um, in the show notes on how scrambled our brains can become is right there. Please take a look at it, whether you're currently grieving or not check out that article. I, I was so happy when I came across it. It was unbelievable because it, it really made me realize I'm not losing my mind because it literally talks about how scrambled our brains can become when we grieve. 
the loss of a loved one. Well, before we continue on, I would like to thank my patrons. These are the people who contribute to the platform financially every month via the Patreon platform. If you go to the website, www.childlessnotbychoice.net, the Patreon link is right there on the website. Now it's a big orange oblong type of link. If you click on it, it will take you to the Patreon website and there you may choose the level of contribution that you would like to make on a monthly basis. Your contribution pays the website manager, the podcast producer, the podcast host, and the general maintenance of the platform. There are a couple of upgrades that I'm looking to do soon on the websites. Technical upgrades more so than anything that you would probably see when you go to the website. There are some back of the house things that need to be done and my website manager is just waiting on me to say go ahead. So all of those things get taken care of when you make a contribution, a donation, or when you become a monthly patron. So thanks to my patrons, you are appreciated. Thank you so very much. And then, you know, if you want to go straight to the Patreon site, you can do that too. You can go to patreon.com, P-A-T-R-E-O-N.com forward slash childless, not by choice. And you can just sign up from there. Uh, Again, there are different levels ranging from $5 per month all the way up to $100 per month. And so you choose what level you'd like to, to contribute at on a monthly basis. And then you may also send a contribution one time or however many times you would like via PayPal. I just recently got an anonymous, well, I know who the person is, but they want to remain anonymous, contribution via PayPal. So you can do it that way as well. And thank you to Anonymous for that contribution. It is appreciated. So here's the thing. I am totally continuing to toss and turn and buffet in this new reality, this new normal that is taking place, whether I like it or not, of living without the person who was my anchor for my entire life. Even as I continue to care for my other rock, my dad. It occurred to me that I should do some research on an entire group of people who exist within the childless not by choice demographic. This is not to snub those who are not childless not by choice, because I believe whether you have children and or a husband or not, caregiving is indeed a superpower. And yes, if you are sandwiched between caring for your own family and for your parents, you do indeed have a lot on your plate. But those who are single and or childless in many cases have put their lives on hold to become a caregiver. There is give and take in all aspects of this caregiving gig. And yes, choices have been made regardless of the demographic to which we belong. Also, allow me to be clear before I continue. I am not putting myself or any caregiver on a pedestal. We are just as human as the next human. I know because we get tired. We get frustrated, we cry, we beg for help, we oversleep, we undersleep, we can become argumentative with the medical community and with our own family members, or we can withdraw. I've done both. All the things that are part of being human, but here's the thing, we, all caregivers, do it while maintaining our own lives. That, my friends, is the difference. And lest you think I'm trying to make anyone feel guilty, I know, we all know, not everyone can do this. But if you cannot, 
You can help when the primary caregiver asks for it, and even if they do not. How? Well, you can send them away for a few days of respite. You can pay a copay here and there for the person being cared for. You can ask the caregiver what they need personally and or practically to keep on going. So if you know someone who is currently in a caregiver role, please do not hesitate to ask them how you may help. Some people have a very hard time asking for help. Some think it should be quite evident they need help. We all have our own personalities through which we see and deal with the world. So if you know a caregiver, ask how you can help and then do it. Mean it. It's better to just not even ask if you don't even plan on doing it, to be honest. Because when you ask a caregiver how you may help and then you don't, it's a big letdown. Because they obviously really needed a break. They needed a couple of hours to go see a movie just to just relax their brain for a minute. They needed to maybe go do their own laundry. You know, they maybe even needed to go to their own doctor's appointment, but didn't have a way of getting there when they had someone else to take care of. So if you know someone who's caregiving, please reach out to them. And when you do, please do what you say you will do. So of course, do not overpromise. Just do what you can do and what you offer to do. So let me also say that the premise of this podcast has not changed. I created this podcast to speak to the hearts and minds of the childless, not by choice demographic, men and women, globally. In fact, over the past year or so, I have been thinking of creating a new podcast with a totally different subject matter. Honestly, it's probably been more than a year, just sitting on the back burner of my brain, just kind of like tapping me on the shoulder every once in a while. So it may happen in the future, but for now, I want to continue this podcast on its natural progression. And right now, that natural progression includes the fact that loss, not just the loss of the ability to have children, but the loss of a loved one is part of our journey. It is a part of our real life, as we all know very well. Right now, real life for me is that I am grieving, and I do not think it is right to continue on my journey of encouraging and creating awareness, pretending all is well. I am physically back to my regular activities. I am back to work. My old job took me back. So thankful for that. They were so happy to see me. (laughs) How cool is that? And of course, I continue to care for my dad, my dear dad. But inside my heart hurts. It is broken into a million pieces and I will not be rushing it along. I will encourage it to continue on the journey of life and to be encouraged, but I will allow it to heal at its own pace. Indeed, my heart is thankful to those who encourage it to do just that. And yet, because of my empathetic nature, I am thinking of you. Dare I say, at the risk of sounding (laughs) self-absorbed, I love that about me. You see, I can't be the only childless and or husbandless woman or man, for that matter, who took care and is taking care of a parent or loved one. So I went searching for the statistics to bear out my thoughts. And as I did my research, I would stop from time to time to listen to one of my favorite podcasts. I have several. And as I listened to this particular podcast, one of the hosts read a quote from one of the characters in the story they were discussing from a man who has basically called those of us who never married or never had children the neuters of nature. So he was talking about the never married, never 
having children demographic. And of course, that was quite harsh. But there are a lot of harsh people in the world. That has been the case from day one. And I personally believe people who present with harshness and or criticism have other things going on. Maybe they have unresolved issues in their own lives, or maybe they never really had to deal with tragedy, so the only thing they can do is judge. I really don't know. But what I will say is that we must not allow other people to project onto us what is theirs to deal with. I believe we can be empathetic without allowing projection and blurred boundaries. What do you think about that? Tell me what you think. Regardless, there is a demographic within our demographic that is doing the right thing for all the right reasons, all while knowing this was not quite what they had planned for their lives. Many have put their entire lives on hold, as I have mentioned before, to do the right thing to know that if for nothing else, they want to live what I call a hashtag regret-free life. I want when I get to be my parents' age, God willing, that when I sit in my rocking chair and think back that I did the best I could to take care of them and a big and to take care of myself. Because a big part of being a caregiver is self-care. If you don't take care of yourself, you will not be able to properly take care of the person or people you are caring for. For me, that means a bubble bath every now and then, or a trip to the beach, or just sitting at Starbucks with my laptop and a beverage. And so back to what I said earlier, that's why it's so important that if you know someone who is a caregiver, if you are not a primary caregiver and you know someone who is, whether it's a family member or friend, offer to help so that They can go sit at Starbucks for a few minutes. Well, not a few minutes, maybe an hour or so, (laughs) you know, or they can go take that bubble bath or they can take that beach trip without having to be back by a certain time to make sure medications are taken, etc. If you're there helping out for a couple of hours, it means the world to a caregiver. Trust me, I know. The fact is, though, caregivers who are grieving the loss of their loved one started grieving long before the loved one left this world. We grieved how we saw the loved one battling their illnesses, going downhill health-wise, needing more assistance day by day. We are grieving, wondering what more we could have done, wondering if we missed something. And then when the person passes, we have to grieve that they're gone. Whole families can be grieving the same person and the grief will be done in a different way or in different ways. Indeed, based on whether or not one was the caregiver. So... As I set off on my research, I posted a poll in my Facebook, well, my two Facebook groups. I have groups and pages, but I only went into the Facebook groups asking if as a childless, not by choice person, you have cared for or are caring for an elderly parent or family member. The response to that poll will be discussed in episode 112, along with some additional interesting information I found as I conducted my research. Regarding the poll, let's just say that so far, because the poll will remain open for a few more days, I am not surprised by the response so far. It's just as I thought it was. But we'll go into that in 112 in more detail, episode 112. I hope you will tune into episode 112 so that we can review the findings together. Meanwhile, I've posted an article here in the show notes in episode 111 under articles you might find interesting. I've read this article several times. It is a great article for anyone who is grieving. 
I think you'll find it fascinating, even if you are not currently in grief mode. You see, our brains are simply amazing, as I'm sure you know. I hope you will check it out. By the way, I'm also working on episode 113. I have been researching like crazy and actually have reached out to the CDC, the Centers for Disease Control, the United States Census Bureau, and the National Center for Health Statistics. I have had to send clarifying responses to them, and I'm still waiting to hear back. But more on that later, and actually, I hope I can get some kind of response in time for when episode 113 posts. This is July, so 112 is going to be in August, and 113 is going to be September, I guess. I am also working on two or three other interviews. I'm trying to line up three interviews right now. You know, sometimes that can take time depending on people's schedules and all of that. And of course, podcast movement is in August, mid-August. So that may throw uh, 112, I don't know, it may throw some episodes off because as you know, I'm only doing one episode per month right now, at least through this year. And so at this point, I'm not sure if I'm going to record live from podcast movement or not. I could probably record episode 112 from there. I don't know. But anyway, looking forward to podcast movement 2019, which will be in Orlando. So looking forward to that. But at any rate, please do check out the article right here in the show notes. Please, of course, always check out the show notes. I put all my notes in there. My statistics, my sources are here in the show notes. I always make sure that the show notes are chock full of great information and great articles, at least one article per episode. So please do check out the show notes. You know, I just put a lot of time and writing into them because I want you to have a resource. There's another podcast I listen to, one of my favorites as well. And in that podcast, and it's something I've been thinking about for mine for hours, and he has like a, a cheat sheet that he puts with each episode. And so I haven't done that yet. I think it's a great idea. And maybe I'll start doing that next year. And maybe not for every episode, maybe just for certain episodes, but he has a cheat sheet for every episode. But for me, it's the show notes. I mean, you know, he has a show notes as well. But my show notes to me are the cheat sheet because it allows you to go in and see practically, usually word for word, what we talked about, whether it's an interview is just or it's just me like we're doing today. It's got, like I said, links to articles, links to sources. And so you know that I'm not just making stuff up. <laughs> I love statistics and I love proving things and I love research. So I don't have a problem with making sure I cite my resources at all. And like I said, that's always going to be in the show notes. So having said all of that, I appreciate you tuning in today to episode 111. Remember, stop by the Apple podcast, formerly known as iTunes, and leave me a review for the entire podcast. Reviews of five stars are great. (laughs) Five star reviews are wonderful. And reviews help to draw attention to a podcast. And as many of you know, there are a good half a million podcasts out there. So we're all trying to, you know, get eyes and ears on our podcasts, on our platforms, on our subject matter. And I know that there are millions of childless, not by choice people globally. So I want to get to millions of downloads. That's where I'm headed. And right now, I know I'm nowhere near it. I know my numbers and I'm not ever going to fudge my numbers, but I believe that if there are that many people that are childless, not by choice globally, then I can get that number of listens and, and more because 
This podcast, as I always say, is also for people who have children and just want to know, hey, what's going on over there in that Childless Not By Choice podcast? What are they talking about? And I want to always bring the two groups together. I never want it to be us versus them. I want us to be able to talk to each other without looking the other way, being offended, feeling offended, being uncomfortable. I don't like it. I don't understand it. But that's something that we're going to have to work on as people as demographics, because we all belong to these little groups. And, you know, I really believe that this podcast is not here just to help those of us who are childless, not by choice, but to really bring awareness and conversation for all demographics. And I'm going to keep pushing for that. So leave a, a great review on iTunes. If you listen on Overcast, tap on the star on Overcast because that uh, highlights the podcast as well. And if you ever need help with trying to figure out how to subscribe, let me know. I hear from people on Instagram. I just heard from one wonderful young lady who had some questions about the whole demographic and how to speak to a family member and all of that. So I hear from people on Instagram, on Facebook, Messenger, on Twitter, you name it. If wherever you're comfortable, whatever platform you're comfortable reaching out on, I'm probably there anyway. So just send me a message or just post a message and I will try to answer you within 24 to 48 hours. And remember, if you would like to become a one-time or ongoing sponsor, or if you'd like to advertise your business or an upcoming event, contact me so we can talk. I'm Honestly, I'm not going to advertise just anything. I'm going to have the last say because I'm very big on branding and message and what emanates from the platform. But if you think it's something that you'd like to get the word out on, let me know. We'll talk. So reach out to me at info at sevillamorgan.com or sevilla at sevillamorgan.com. And it's probably time for me to go because as much water and liquids as I drink before I start recording, my throat still manages to go dry. So let me go and I will let you go. Until next time, thanks for tuning in. Bye.